Welcome everyone to our Harabanon slash Daf Yomi Daf of Gimara. Today's class is dedicated to Ilumismat, our dear Rabbi Jamal Alava Shalom. Amen. Um, okay, we are now beginning at the word Sha'al. I'm pointing to it on the on the on the screen for those who don't have a Gemara. Sha'al tamid echad migalila elyon et revil yezet. Shamati sheholkin ben tabat letabat. So there was one student who was from the upper Galil, which means he's from the north of Israel. And he asked the Yezid that he heard that there's a difference between two different types of rings in halakha. I heard that there's different halakha depending what kind of ring you have. I don't know what it is, but I don't know, I don't know what the halakha is. What's the law? Well, just tell me he didn't know too much, but he knew that there's some kind of difference what kind of ring you have. I'm our law, so he told him back. Maybe, hold on. Everyone should be able to unmute yourself. Let me just double check this. Hold on. Beautiful. One second. Yes, you can mute, unmute yourself. Good. So he told him back. Maybe you only heard the law regarding carrying on Shabbat. The even. The e le'inyan tumah. There's a difference between whether Shabbat or 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 not Shabbat. If it depends what kind of ring it is, meaning if it's an animal ring or if it's an adult ring or if it's a human ring. Aval e le'inyan tumah. But regarding whether something is tamer, da ve da chadahu. But regarding tumah, they both have the same law. Here he is, right? Says the Gemara. Is it true that regarding Tum'ah, the law is the same regarding what kind of ring you have? But didn't we learn in the Mishnah, If it's a human ring, it's Tameh. You have a, a Tabat of a Behemah, the Kelim and the Kelim, the utensils that go on it, and all the other types of rings. When he said it, when the guy was asking the question, he was asking about only Adam. And therefore, he didn't have to mention the fact that animals have different rules because he was only talking about Adam. Okay, good. Now the Gemara challenges that too. The Adam, and also the Adam, is it also true that it's all one set of laws? Is that true? How could it be? Tanya, we learned in the Brita. Tabat, if you have a tabat, that you fixed it to serve as a belt. It seems like they used to take a ring, a big ring, and use it as a belt loop. Don't ask me how. I guess they run, run a strap through it and use it as a belt loop. 
It depends how rusty it is. If it's so rusty that it's hard to sew, then it's tahor, it won't become tameh. And if it's not so rusty that it's messing around with the sewing, tameh, it's still keli and it'll become tameh. So you see there's two different rules. And in Rabbiana's place, they said, that's if you could see the rust coming off it. So you see that it makes a difference. Answer or no. Kika Amale Bishifa. When we, he was talking about one that's not rusty. Come on. Even if it's not rusty, it's not one rule. Whether it has a hole or no hole, you're allowed to move it on Shabbat. It's a Kelly. And we only said that it has to have a hole regarding Tumah. Okay, so answer the Gemara. Abaya, Aliva Dirava, Big Galmi. We're talking about a machat that was not finished yet, which means since it hasn't, they haven't made a hole in it yet. That's the difference between Mukseyan Shabbat and Kabbalatuma. Since you can change your mind and leave it the way it is, therefore they say it's not Muksa, right? But a regular mahat is not like that. So this, this statement that you heard, that there's a difference, is only talking about an unfinished one, and we're talking about a finished one, and therefore there's no question anymore. Okay, Rabotai, we're up to the new Mishnah. So far, no one interrupted me to unmute themselves to ask a question. I'm assuming that was the easy Gemara. We're up to the Mishnah right now, going into today's Daf, Daf Nugimah. Says the Gemara as follows. Chamor Yotzat Okay. We're talking now back to our subject, which is what types of saddles and other utensils on a cow or an animal can a person who owns an animal allow his animal to go out with on Shabbat? Okay? So, let's see what we're talking about here. Okay. Chabor Yotzav Emerdat a donkey can go out with a saddle cloth when it's tied onto it. Now, I can't show you a picture of a saddle cloth, David, but a saddle cloth is basically a cloth that's tied under the stomach of the animal, and it goes under the saddle, and it does two purposes. Number one, it doesn't let the saddle rub the wrong way on the animal, and number two, it keeps it a little bit warmer in the winter. Donkeys, you're going to see soon, are often cold. And you don't want to keep your donkey cold. If your donkey catches a cold, you're going to lose some money. Okay? Now, so a chamor could go out with a medat. Medat is a saddle cloth. Bismanchi kishura, when it is tied up. But, hold on. Excuse me. Okay. A male goat, a, a ram, could go out attached. We're going to see what that means soon. A female goat, they can go out held, tied, or fastened. We're going to explain all these cases when we get to the Gemara. Ha'izim, 
goats, they can be go out with their udders tied. Uh, sometimes they tie up udders. Okay. Rabbi Yossi Osir Bekulan Chutz Minah Chilot and Bechunot. Rabbi Yossi only lets Bechilot who are Bechunot and the rest of them he says are Asur. Okay, let's see. Rabbi Da'a says, Izim Yotzot Tzidot Liyabesh. He says goats could go out, it depends, they could go out with their udders tied. Udders are where the milk comes out from, David. The goats could go out with their udders tied only if you're doing it Liyabesh, if you're trying to dry up the udders. Sometimes when they don't want, when they want the goat to get pregnant again, they'll tie up the goats. Oh, you have a picture? Let me see. They'll tie up the udders of the goats. Okay. No, that's last Mishnah. Sometimes they'll tie up the udders of the goat, and this way the, the milk dries up, and the, uh, and the goat is going to be able to get pregnant again. Oh, look, you see? The udders are tied. You see in, in, in the picture of here, which is Benjamin, the udders are tied. So it depends how they tie the udders. We'll see soon. So if it's tied up to dry up, then it's okay to go out. But if they have the udders tied up in a way to catch the excess milk dripping, dripping from it, then it's Asur. Okay. We're going to explain all these cases, inshallah, in our Gemara. We're now on the top of that noon gimel, Amud Aleph. We will now turn the page as well. Okay. Come join us. Amr Shmuel. Shmuel says, When we said it's okay to go with the saddle thing, saddle cloth, that's only if you tied it from Friday. But you can't tie it on Shabbat. Amr of Nachman of Nachman says, you can see that also from the Mishnah. Diktani, because it says, uh, Chamor cannot go out with his Merdat, with his Sarkot, when it's not tied on it. <laughs> now, what does it mean when it's not tied on it? Hechidami, what's the case? If you say it's talking about a case where you really never tied the Sarkot, they're just sitting on it. Pshita, of course you can't go out with it, with a donkey, with a saddle just laying on its back. Maybe it's going to fall off, and the shepherd is going to end up carrying it by mistake for a lot. So of course that's Asur. I don't need you to tell me that you have to tie the saddle cloth. That can't be what the mission is talking about. Must be we're talking about a case where it's not Kishuna Me'ed of Shabbat. Talking about a case it's not tied from Friday. Mechlal, we see. The ratio that the ratio was talking about, Shikishunalo made of Shabbat. Talking about a case where it was tied on Erev Shabbat. Shmami Naso, we see from here that you must tie it from Erev Shabbat, otherwise it's not so. Kanye Nami, how can we have another bright that supports it? Well, so again, so far what we're saying here now is, Ralph, you look lost. What we're saying here, Ralph, is the following. The following, Rabbi. Okay. What we're saying is that the, the saddle cloth must be tied from Erev Shabbat. Otherwise, it's forbidden to go out with the saddle. Of course, it can't be tied. And it has to be from Erev Shabbat. Tanya and Amalekh, we have a bright that supports it as well. Top line. Top line on the, on the, on the screen. 
חמור יוצא מנדק, החמור תלוי עבודה, שערות, בזמן שבשביל הרמנץ קרד מלך שבת, לא באוקף. But now with the actual saddle, Aval Pishik Shurao Melech Shabbat. So this Tana is saying, yes, you can go with a saddle cloth, but to put the saddle on the donkey, that's Asur, even if, no, no matter when you tie it from. You with me, Mike? Yeah, I have a question though, Rabbi. They're talking about these cases, like what? I'm going to be able to go out with my donkey on Shabbat outside? Where am I going? Or are you okay. talking about a guy not- who has a farm or something? Okay, first of all, uh, uh, last I checked, you can drive a car, right? Yeah, of course. You don't have a No. So, but, but, but those, those who do have donkeys, so the donkeys usually have saddles on them, and the donkey might want, you're not allowed to ride the donkey on Shabbat, of course. Right, right. But, but cat, they, they, by, by the way, there's nothing asur midorite about riding donkeys. It's isur drabanan, because we're afraid you might break off a branch of a tree to hit the donkey to move faster. Technically, there's no issue in riding a donkey on Shabbat, Midoraita, only Ramadan. Now, even outside. Even outside? What am I doing? Out of, I'm not, what am out I doing? Of one, out of one owns personal chaser, they can go out on the donkey. Yeah, yeah, you're on public property. What, what did I do wrong? Wow. Okay. I'm not carrying the donkey, it's carrying me. There's nothing okay. asur about going, but the problem is you might hit it. But here, we're talking about the donkey going by itself. The donkey's going out to graze. What about? What about we said that just like you can't do work, so to the donkey can't do work for you. Exactly. So that's what we're talking about. Is it called, is the donkey's saddle or saddle cloth called a burden for the donkey? Mm. Do we say, oh, it's carrying your saddle for you? Or do we say no? So over here, the question is going to be, what keeps the donkey warm? It seems like a saddle cloth is useful in warming up a donkey. A saddle is less useful. It does warm up the back of the donkey, but that's not so useful. You see, the Tanakama just said over here that a saddle is not called warming a donkey. That's called carrying your burden. That's Asur. Rosh is going to say in a second that you can even go with the saddle because it's warming the donkey a little bit. It's okay. Yeah, but you may go to use it because of the saddle. Uh, that you're making a brand new uh, Gezerah, the Gezerah Carl. <laughs> the Gemara didn't give that Gezerah. All right, I'm just uh, assuming. Okay, yeah, you know, sometimes I can hear that, but we, I don't see that so far. Okay. Is that wrong with it, Giga? Okay. Okay, now. Okay, Rashpago, man. You can even go with the uka in a time where it's tied on from Friday. However, there's going to be one uh, one caveat. The caveat is the the, the detail is as follows. It seems like I don't have a picture of this, but it seems like when you have a saddle, when you really serious about putting something on the saddle, you don't just put the saddle on by strapping it under the belly. You also put two things. You put a sh- two straps over the front and one strap over the tail in order to make sure that it doesn't move back and forth on the animal. Are you with me, David? You're on the, you're on the donkey. You, it's, the one way is to tie it under. That's the heck way. But if you want to be strong about it, you got to put two straps in the front 
and one strap in the, in the back by the rear of the animal. Now, on Shabbat, you're allowed to have the saddle on without those double straps, because those double straps look like you're going to work. Then it looks like you're headed out to go sell some home insurance policies, and that's not allowed. But if if you're if you're just putting the saddle on regular, that's fine. Okay. Can I place the saddle cloth on the donkey on Shabbat? I have a donkey. I didn't put the saddle cloth on before Shabbat. Can I put it on on Shabbat? You're saying instead of putting it under the animal, it's over no, the no, animal? No, no, no saddle. No saddle. There's no saddle. I want to put the saddle cloth that usually goes underneath. I want to put it on, on Shabbat. I didn't put it from before Shabbat. What's the law? If so he's going to keep it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, if it's going to keep the animal warm, maybe it's allowed. I don't know. Right, right. Why, what, what's the to it? Right. Stick, the rabbi was quiet back. Okay? Rabbi Barashi didn't want to answer. Eight now, let me just explain something. When he was quiet, okay, let me just clarify. When he was quiet, the rabbi was assuming something, okay? He says, the reason why he's quiet is because he thought that you're allowed to put it on, meaning, he says, what, they thought the reason why he's saying he's quiet is because you're saying, what are you asking about the saddle cloth? Ask about the saddle. I love putting the saddle on. That's what he assumed. That's why he was quiet. Because you asked me, could I put the saddle on? I could even put the, I, the saddle cloth on. I can even put the saddle. Let's see. So they're gonna, he's going to ask the question. So he, he asked him the following. Okay. A saddle on a donkey. You shouldn't move it with your hands. The way you get the saddle off, if you're trying to get a saddle off a donkey on Shabbat, don't touch it with your hands because it's muksa. Rather, what should you do? Walk around with the chatzer in the chatzer with the saddle. And if it walks enough, it moves around, it's going to fall off. Don't worry. That's how you get it off. Don't touch it. If the rabbi don't let you take it off, of course they're not going to let you put it on. So how could you be claiming that putting on the saddle is mutar? The rabbi don't even let you take it off. They told you to walk around, walk around till it comes off on its own. They say it's muksay, you can't touch it. You think they're going to let you put it on? The chilak. Okay. Amar Leirab Zeira. So says, Shavke, leave him alone. Hazit, Rabkhiya Barashi, leave him. He holds like his rabbi, and that's what his rabbi holds. I'm a Rav. Rav says, make a note, this is Rav talking, and Rav's going to be very linear. He says the following Traskal, a Traskal is a feed bag. He says, 
Polim Bishabbat. You're allowed to put a feed bag on an animal on Shabbat. Okay? And you're for sure, if you're allowed to put a feed bag on, of course you're allowed to put a saddle on. Right? From a saddle cloth. A feed bag, which is only to make the animal happy, is allowed. A saddle cloth, which is there to protect it from pain, from being too cold. All right. Lokoshkin, how much more so? So Rav is letting saddle cloths be put on on Shabbat. Shmuel Amar, Merdat Mutar, Shkaskalasur. Shmuel says you could put a saddle cloth, but you can't put the feedback. Okay, so we got Rav allowing the feedback and the saddle cloth, like we just saw in the story. And you got Shmuel who's letting half. He's okay with the saddle cloth, which is keeping him warm, but he's not okay with the feedback, which is just making him enjoy. You with me, Carl? Yep. Wait, why? Why are you saying he can't feed the? the uh, why can't he enjoy the feedback? So the feedback, an animal has plenty of food. When you're giving a feedback, you're making it that it doesn't have to bend down to get the feed from the ground. That's just enjoyment. Oh. That's not a necessary thing. But if the animal, so he can told, get it regardless. Right. That that shul is not letting that. Rob is letting that also. Okay. Says the went and told Shmuel that Rav allowed feedbacks. If this is what Rav said that you can put a feedback, he doesn't know about Shabbat anything. Ouch. That's Shmuel talking about Rav. And Shmuel That's said an insult, major insult. That if yeah, Rob said you could put, if Rob said, I don't remember, this is an interesting line, I don't remember hearing this from Shmuel. Never even heard this. Rob is saying, Shmuel is saying that if Rob really was correctly quoted, that he allowed putting a feedback on Shabbat, he doesn't know anything about Shabbat. Okay? So it must He's be he meant something else. Well, let's see. <laughs> right. When Rosera went to Israel, he saw this rabbi, we had him a couple of times, that he was saying the following. You could put a saddle cloth on a donkey on Shabbat. Saddle cloth, both rabbis agreed. That's not a good so far. So he told him, you're right. Also, Aryoch in Babel said what you said, you could put a saddle cloth on. Aryoch Manu, who's Aryoch? Shmuel. So I asked the Rav Nami Abra. Rav also allowed a saddle cloth. Why they only say that Shmuel let it if both rabbis let it? Okay, Rav, I think I moved the page, please. Oh, yeah, okay. He 
it must be that the reason why he didn't say that Rav said it is because he heard that the guy finished off by saying, the Antolin Shaskal B'Sheva. The Rabinian Barnefet finished his class by saying, you could put a saddle cloth, but you can't put a feed bag. And that's why he only said it's like Shmuel, because Rav lets a feed bag. The cool Amamiyat, but everyone agrees, Mendat Mudar. Everyone agrees that you're allowed to put a saddle cloth. Why is it different than a saddle? Why are you allowed to put a saddle cloth on and not a saddle? Answer the Gemara. Shani Atam Devshar Dinafil Mela. Answer number one. The reason why it's different is because a saddle cloth will never is tied on. It'll never fall off on its own, and therefore there's no other choice. You have to be able to put it on or off. But if you have a saddle, it could fall off on its own. That's why they're not letting you touch it. Rapapa Amar, no, Rapapa has a different reason why a saddle is not okay. He says, One is to heat it up and one is to cool it off. If you're trying to heat up the donkey, the donkey has pain. Right? Depends if it's cold, Rabbi. When they put on the saddle cloth, they're trying to warm the donkey. Right? When they're taking off a saddle, they're trying to cool off the donkey. Okay? To warm it up, that means that, that the animal has pain. Let's sit it up, but to cool it off, let the donkey doesn't care about being hot. They don't mind. Why? Because the people say, a donkey is even cool even in the summer, even in Tammuz. And therefore, when you're taking off, there's no head there to take off a saddle because the donkey doesn't need to get cool. Donkeys are fine in the heat. Metivi will ask you a question. It says, Lo the, the horse can't go out. Biznav shual with a foxtail, and not with a red strip between his eyes. Azav, Azav can't go out with his pouch. We spoke about Azav's pouch earlier in Shabbat. Azav is a guy who is, has a certain pouch underneath him to catch the drippings that come out to see if he's Tamer or not. He's not allowed to go out on public with the, with the strap, with the pouch on Shabbat. And not a goat, they can't go out with a pouch on their others. And a cow can't go out with a muzzle on its mouth. And you can't let a, a, a colt, a young, a young, uh, a colt is a young, what's a colt, uh, Carl? A colt is a young, uh, Ralph, what's a colt? Colt. Nobody knows. Michael, what's a colt? I have to ring the cliff notes, Rabbi. It's not in the... Uh... I thought you were a basketball fan, a, a football fan. A colt, <laughs> a colt is a young horse. Male horse, it says. Young horse, a young horse. A colt... Yeah, it says a young male horse. Correct. Right, a, a, foal, a foal is a young female horse. A colt is a young male horse. 
a little colt can't go out with the feed bags to Rishut Arabim. And the animal can't go out with a shoe on its foot. And it can't go out with a, with a kamiya. Everyone knows what a kamiya is, right? Something written by a rabbi. Okay? Even if we know the kamiya works. And that's what's stricter about an animal than a person. Now, at this point, we think when we're saying that this is stricter because a person can go out with a kamiya on Shabbat and an animal cannot. But an animal can go out with a bandage on its wound or a splint on its broken leg or a placenta hanging out of its womb. And when it goes out, you have to stuff up the bell on its neck. Cows have cow bells on the neck so the owner can find them. You have to stuff them up so they don't make noise. Oh, wait, please move the page. Then you can walk around the courtyard with it, no problem. Anyway, what are we seeing from this brighter? This is a long, long brighter. What does this brighter have against Shmuel? It says that colts can't go out with the feedbacks of Shudarabim. And by saying Shudarabim, it sounds like Shudarabim would have a lot of going to Chatser. My love, big Elohim. We're assuming we're talking about all grown cults. Umishum Tanug. And the reason why I put it to the pleasure. And you see that they're not allowing things for pleasure. Right? That fits. Right? Even things that are only for pleasure are allowed. Rav allowed pleasure things. Right? Because Rav allowed feedbacks. Shmuel disallowed feedbacks. Mm-hmm. And we're assuming that these cult things are pleasure. And therefore, we have a question on Shmuel. You're wrong. Rob is right. After all, Rob is the one who said you can put feedbacks. And we're assuming these feedbacks are pleasure feedbacks. And you see it's the same. Mark says no. Rabbi, you got to move the page. I'm sorry. Says We're talking about kids. They're small goats. They're small horses. And small horses have tsar. Let me explain to you why. A large horse can bend its head easily. A colt, it's not easy for them to bend their head all the way to the ground to eat the grass. And therefore, a feedback for a colt is taking away pain. It's not just an enjoyment, and that's why it was allowed. And therefore, Shmuel would agree that a colt could go out with a feedback. He only said that an animal can't go out with the feedback if it's, if it's a tanuk. For pleasure. Pleasure. Dumya to Kamiya. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I, did I see something? Yeah, the last Dekanami. I'm sorry. Dekanami. I'll prove to you that it's true from the language. Why? Because it says Dumya de Kamiya. It's similar to a Kamiya, just like a Kamiya. We mentioned the colts and the feedback right next to the Kamiya. So just like the Kamiya is there for the colts. Um, not for the cult's pleasure. It's there to protect it. So too, this is there to protect it, and therefore it's not, uh, everyone will agree that this is allowed. Now, once, now we're going to talk about the Kamiya straight. We're now on, for those who are following us, we are now on Amud Bet. Amad Mor, the rabbi said, 
in the Brighta. An animal can't go out with a Kamiya. Even though the Kamiya works, and we know it works, of course it's a Kamiya that doesn't work. It's just, you're just carrying it for him. That's a, that's a waste of time. But a Kamiya that works, you would think it's okay. No, you still can't. Yes, the Gemara. Didn't we learn it in the Mishnah? We said in a different Mishnah, you can't go out with a Kamiya that's not Mumche, it doesn't work. it is mumche that we know works on humans. We don't know it works on an animal. Is there a kamiya that's good for a man, not good for an animal? In yes. Adam the masla, a man who has mazal, the kamiya can help his mazal. but a the mazal, who has no mazal, the kamiya won't help the guy. Therefore, there are some kamiyas that are are good for men and not for animals. Ask the Gemara, Iachi, Why do we say that we're stricter on an animal than a human? In other words, we said, oh, this is stricter of an animal than a human. It's the same strictness. If it works, you could use it. If it doesn't work, you can't use it. Why do we say that animals are stricter than humans? You think when the bright ended with those words that animals are stricter than humans, humans, it was talking about Kamiya? No. A sandal kai. That's going on the fact of a shoe. Because a man is allowed to go out with a shoe on Shabbat. An animal cannot go out with a shoe on Shabbat. So that's what we meant when we said that animals are stricter than humans. Not about the Kamiya, but rather about this. Okay? Yeah. Let's see. Is everyone with me so far? We're at the Tashma. Tashma. Sakin. Harry, with me. Good. Awesome. Tashma. Sakin Farxin Adam. You are allowed to anoint. Okay. You're allowed to anoint. Sakin, you're allowed to anoint. Uh and scrape off a scab for a person on Shabbat. So if a man has a scab that's no good. You're allowed to anoint it with oil and scrape it off on Shabbat. Okay? But, but you're not anoint and scrape it off for an animal. My love, the Ikamaka. Let's assume we're talking about a case where the wound is bad, and therefore it's for And still, you see, you're not allowed to do it for an animal. We were saying before, anytime we're trying to help the pain of the animal, it's allowed. And here we see that we're trying to help the pain of the animal with the skin, and it's not allowed. Rabbi. Yes. Um, don't you, when you peel off a scab, it causes you to start bleeding? Which uh, is a melacha? You're, are you asking a question about the human part of this? Yes. I am Mishnah Barah. We'll see that soon. Okay? Mishnah Barah, Shin Lamid Gimel. Bet. Okay? Take those when you can. I see this in the Bible a little bit. Okay. 
We're talking about a case where it doesn't hurt him anymore. That's why. You're just doing it, take it off to make it less. It's not sorry, it's not painful, it's just going to be nicer for him. And that's why it's a sword for an animal. Tashma, bring another proof that to the rule of Robin Shmuel. If you have an animal head that has too much blood in it, you can't put it in water so it cools off. Adam if a guy has too much blood, you can put in water to cool to cool off. So you see, it's a suffering case, and yet we don't let animals do it. I thought we said that you're allowed to do anything to take away the animal suffering, going to Rav and Shmuel. The reason why they don't put, they let the animal go, because we're afraid that if it doesn't work, if you put the animal in cold water and it doesn't take down the fever, you might go and crush some herbs to take down the fever. And crushing herbs is through the oraita. For instance, Adam Nami. If you're worried about crushing herbs, so you shouldn't put a, let a man go in also with fever, because maybe he'll crush herbs to take down the fever. Are you with me, David? Again, we have an animal, a horse, and the horse got a fever. We call Achzav Dam. And we say, you know, put the horse in water on Shabbat to take down the fever. Human has the same thing. He's allowed to go in the water on Shabbat to cool. Yes, well, why can't you put the, the horse in? I thought you allowed to take care of the suffering of the horse. Answer, no, we have the Gizirah over there. Because we let, we let the horse go in the water. If it doesn't cool it off, you might go and crush up some, some spices, some herbs to make an aspirin to lower the fever. Because you want to take care of your animal. So then why don't we worry about a man? Why don't we put a human in the, in the water to cool off? Maybe you'll make an aspirin for him too. Says the Gemara. Adam Mirakimekad. A man looks like he's just cooling off from the heat of the day. And therefore it's okay. It also looks like an animal also looks like he's cooling off. You're not supposed to cool off animals. Uh, by the way, this is a fact. Uh, a fact. If you have a, a, a horse that's very, very sweaty and you take the horse to the cold water to give it a cold drink, or wash it off with cold water, the horse will die. The horse has to go slow, cool down has to be very, very slow for a horse. You don't cool off animals, and therefore, you can't put it in the water. It shows that you're doing it because of the fever. Okay. But the Gemara is going to challenge you now. Okay. Do we make a gizera on animals that you might fix the animal? What do you mean? By Tanya, we went to the right now. The animals outside the tomb. Kore lavibai. You're like a cold sore comes in. We go look at him. We're not worried that maybe you're going to walk outside and bring it back in, even though the animal might not come. We don't make a gizera that maybe you're going to have to go outside the tomb. This is tomb shabbat. You're not going to walk more than 2,000 more outside of shabbat. So if your animal's outside, you're going to say, here, 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 Betsy, here, Betsy, they can come in. Why are we worried that maybe it doesn't listen? Why are we worried that maybe if it doesn't listen to you, you might go out to get it? We don't make gizera like that. So you see, there's no gizera on animals. Amar Avina, Avina says, no. 
We're talking about the animal is inside the boundary, which means that there's two different every for every being. The animal might be outside a tomb, but the animal's tomb is in the animal has its tomb, and the owner has his own tomb. And where the animal is is within the owner's tomb, and therefore. That's why we're not worried the owner will go get it, because even if he does go get it, there's no Avera. Okay? Okay, we left off at the first wide line. So the previous Gemara, we had uh, discussed whether or not there's a Gezera of Shechikat Samanim by an animal. Okay, which means that if you have an animal and this animal is not feeling well, and of course it's your animal and you want it to live, so are you allowed to give it a medicine or give it, give it, give it a medicine treatment in order to allow, give it a medicine treatment in order to allow it to feel better? Are we worried that maybe if you do it and then one Shabbat you usually give it medicine and you don't have medicine, you'll go crush other herbs and make new medicine for the animal are we worried about that so the gemara is going to, is going to challenge and say the actual whether or not the we have a gizera that you can't give an animal medicine is also it's not so clear if you have an animal that ate too many karshanim type of uh vetches they're called you can't make it run around. You can't make it run around your courtyard in order to make it go to the bathroom. It seems like when animals run a lot, they have diarrhea, which is good for this type of uh, type of problem. You can't do that on Shabbat, according to Tanakama, because if you don't do that, you might give it a diarrheic medicine, which is a problem. Rabbi Oshia, Matir, Rabbi Oshia lets it. So you see that Rabbi Oshia would allow such a thing. Says the Gemara, Darash Rabbah, Rabbah says, Halacha Kerib Oshia. We're following Rabbi Oshia. We, we follow Rabbi Oshia, and it's allowed. There's no problem. Two dots. Amar Mor, we said before, Lo Yetzeh Hazab Bekishilo. Azav, who's the guy who has a, a, a mission come out of him, can't go out with a pouch. We mentioned the parrot before is supposed to catch the drippings in order to see if he's a Zav Gidola or not. And you can't have a goat go out with a keys on its udders, with a patch on its udders. This is coming up in the coming up paddock of Bame Isha, This will be a major subject. How could the brighter say you can't go out? There's another brighter that says that they can go out with the keys on their udders. Make up your mind. What's the story with the udders over here? Amar Yehuda. Yehuda says, "Lokasha had mehadak hadomadak." One story when, when, when it's very very tight. When it's very very tight, it's not going to fall off. We're not worried. You might carry it. It's okay. And when it's loose and it might fall off and you might carry it, it's a problem. Rabbi Yosef answers it differently. He says, Tanai, Shekalta, Alma, you got rid of all the Tanaim in the world? 
It's about Chokot Tanayim. When you see two brides arguing whether they go to go out with these things or not, it's not because it's, a, it's not a stira. It's two different Tanayim. We're two different Mishnahs. The bride taught. In the Mishnah, which is later on, Ha'izim Yotzot Tzirurot. The Izim could go out on Shabbat with Tzirurot, with a pouch tied in the others. We're going to see later on that your animals are not allowed to carry for you on Shabbat. Uh, because it said, we, there's a pasuk that tells you that animals can't work for you. So if they can't carry, can they go with these pouches? So this is saying that they can go with some toilet pouches. Everything is asur except for um, female goats, which are kabunot. We'll see what that means later. Yehuda Omer, he says they can go out if they're tied up to dry up. Some people used to tie up the udders if they wanted the if they wanted the animal to stop nursing, they would tie up the udders. The reason why they would want to stop nursing is because the whole time the animal's nursing, you won't get pregnant. So if you want the animal to get pregnant again, you would tie up the udders to make it stop nursing. So if you're doing those, you tie them very tight in order to dry up the milk, then it's okay. But if you're doing it to collect the milk, then you don't want to tie it too tight because if you're trying to collect the milk, so you don't want if you tie it too tight, you'll dry it up. Then you can't go on your back because you, since you're tying it loose, it might fall off and you might carry it. So we could just say two different tanaim. The another answer. I could say how how do they're both in Yehuda. It's not a question. Khan, one bright thing which said it was mutar was it was liabesh. That's when it's it's to dry it up. That's why it's tight. Can the other one, Baita, Lechalab, is when you're doing it to collect the milk. When you're doing it to collect the milk, you do it loose, and you might end up carrying it. Kanya, we learned in it, right? The Amr Behuda, Behuda says, Maaseh Be'izim Bet Antuchia. There was a story with the goats in Antuchia, place. Shubedeim Gassim. They had very, very big udders. Ve'asulem Kisim Kedesh Lo'yip Isatut Adem. They had to make them special pockets, special leather, these these udders were so big that they would drag on the floor. And if the goats would let them drag on the floor, they would get ripped up and they would get cut up. And they don't want to cut up udders. So they would, every person who had a goat like this in Tokyo used to have to make leather pouches to put the strap around the goat so the udder doesn't get, get um, ripped up. Okay? Thank you, Rabbi.